Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of The Dinosaur and the Dude, the only podcast with the shittiest audio but the most amazing content. Thank you all for uh, tuning in to listen wherever you are and however you're accessing us. We appreciate your time and we appreciate your interest in us. So sit back, relax, or if you're driving, enjoy the ride as you listen to another amazing episode. Hey everyone, this is Dude. In this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of different topics. Some of those topics will have little touches here and there in regards to suicide, sexual abuse, and abortion. Those things trigger you. Feel free to not listen to this episode or listen to where we'll give warnings right before we talk about it and fast forward accordingly. Other than that, appreciate you listening to this episode and enjoy. What are we going to talk about? So tonight, hey everybody, uh, hey. this is this is part two of the dinosaur and the dude, uh, part two by with that I mean episode thirty six, part two. It might not even be part two. It might just this be the part, solid part. <laughs> but in any case, sure. thanks everybody for um, listening to the new episode here. Like I said it's the thirty sixth episode, and you know, hey, if you don't know, you're about to know. This is the dinosaur. That's me. And I'm the dude. And this is the uh, podcast. Not only the podcast, but the shittiest podcast with the most amazing content in the entire damn world. Uh, We're so shitty that we have (laughs) our own fine print, which the dinosaur is going to present to you right now. That's true. Um, Y'all listen up, kids. So what we got is um, just the awareness that we really don't know shit. We mm. are just talking um, out of our asses pretty much. Mm-hmm. We're not trying to offend anybody and we mm. will offend you. So if you're offended easily, maybe, um, yeah, maybe this isn't a place for you. But um, if you're here and you're fucking weird, then welcome. You found your tribe. Did I miss anything? No, you didn't miss anything. We're good. Okay. Um, so, everyone, what we? So we had a couple of things happening in the world. Okay, that's how big we are now. We're talking about stuff in the world, not just mm-hmm. about us. Uh, and we did start a little bit previously talking about. Uh, or alluding to the discussion of pr- prison babies. And I didn't know if we wanted to get just into that because we had this other thing about um, the, the the guy that's been gone for eight years. And this is, he's in Texas, isn't he? Yeah, so we'll we'll get, we'll hit him. Uh, so- but Don't hit him, hell, he's been through enough. Yeah, he's been through enough. <laughs> Give no, that brother a break. Clearly does not need my ad add-on. His but, name um, is Rudy, correct? Rudy, Rudy I'm, I'm probably butchering this last name, but it's Farias. F-A-R-I-A-S. In any case, Rudy's hot on the scene as of late. Um, he's kind of cooled down this week and um, a little bit last week too, but 
because they're, they're still trying to figure out, okay, where do we go from here in that regard? And unfortunately, there's been some other abductions in the news that have taken taken interest uh, from people. But in any case, Rudy um, Rudy went missing for uh, when he was 17, just gone. And um, they interviewed the mom, his mom, and she's like, yeah, he got abducted and, and taken to Mexico. And I'm like, fuck, okay, uh, I guess we're going to look for this kid that's probably in Mexico right now, but in, just in case we're going to, you know, search for him all over the place, hopefully. He was never reported missing until they started asking questions, right? Well, yeah, and, you know, signs are up, uh, looking around. You know how that search kicked off? I'm not entirely sure. But in any case, Rudy was gone. And uh, gone to the point that and, and again, what we're about to say and how this podcast works is all entertainment based based on some things and factual here's and there's that are act, that are going on. But it's all our take. So sure. you you listen and, and, and apply whatever we're saying with a grain of salt. But in no way am I like uh, emailing back and forth lead investigators and I'm and I got my finger on the pulse of this right. thing. It's it's and as that we sound like we're fucking idiots. Hey, guess what? <laughs> we yeah, are. <laughs> read the fine print. So um, they take statements from the mom, and at some point, the mom makes the statement: "He should be walking back." Or something to the effect that I told him to walk back. Like if this ever happens. Yeah, if, if like if this ever happens to you, son. Right. Pro tip, walk back. <laughs> like Bye. um go north. You know, just covering that base. Well, because because Mexico's in the south, so you want to go north. <laughs> and a good guide to go north should tell them to walk going north and use the moon as your guide. Mm-hmm. Yep, because the moon uh-huh. definitely stays in the north area. Tell us about it. Tell it. Tell it. Because in Canada, you can really see the moon. <laughs> I mean, sometimes here we only see a little bit of the moon, but I think pretty much they can see the whole that's, moon. That's a far north, though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, if you're if he had to walk to Canada, I think if if I was really, I think I would have been like, no, you know what? I think I can make a life in Mexico. Maybe not in the town that I was abducted, but I can make a life. You know, Mexico's big enough. I can find another place. Yeah, I'll start Chick-fil-A. Because Canada is far. I, I just don't think I have the, the legs to walk that. But anyway, yeah, she told him to walk it. Uh, it, it, somehow that information got out that that was the statement, you know, the walk it. Or perhaps a ranger ride, call the authorities nah. and be like, hey. Nah, nah. So we're just going to see if you got the survival skills, son. So if you do, yeah, right. start yeah. off like, Look, this is going to, this is, this is going to make, when you get done with this walk, the world is nothing. You is you will you will be able to do everything. So in any case, um, he goes about doing this uh, apparently, and then um, eight years later, he's found <laughs> outside of this church. 
and they see this guy he's got he's got blood coming from his head he's he's he's, he's been you know he's rough he's in rough shape why was and he bleeding they don't know and they're like yo what who what happened what okay we got to help this person because you know it's a church you want to help people sure. so um and then that's when the m night m night Shyamalan twist just gets completely revealed and uh investigators come in the civil rights activist he comes in and they're taking statements from this kid and he's like and by, by kid i mean he's 25 now and they're like yo what who are you and they find out who he is and like oh shit this is the kid that's been missing oh for eight years now he, he made years it ago. from mexico where have you been mm. and then that's when the floor dropped because keep him you know also keep in mind his family in texas uh were still like ah damn it rudy's rudy's gone so his family is with his mom and they're mourning him they they basically it's said okay. okay okay dude's dead and his family goes through the grieving process and you know just digesting the whole thing about like okay booty's dead then and his cousins they're growing up without him and and then next thing you know ta-da booty's <laughs> <Ta -da. laughs> hey guys you know rudy's back <laughs> Rudy's, Rudy's back. Oh, where did he go? Well, actually, about that. So Rudy's in the hospital, and then they, you know, started getting more information from it. Find, come to find out, Rudy, the whole time, the whole eight years, was in the house Fucked with up. with his mom, and she hid him. Yeah. And so now, like, the reporters are outside of the hospital and they're interviewing the family. And the family's like, hey, look, don't let us find her. Oh, shit. Like, his cousins, which are now, you know, full-on adults, they're all, like, 25 and up, you know? And they're like, yeah, we went through mourning. We thought dude was dead. Don't right. let, if we find her, it is not going to be it's not even close to be we were right. over it's not going to be pretty we were over the house we were there morning we were there for holidays we were right. there for dinners and not once was he ever mentioned or... we what do you mean he was in the house what, what do you mean how 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 in the house was he explain and so fucked up and then they get more statements from rudy and it's like, yeah, I was in the house the whole eight years that I was supposed to be missing. And Did then they never I, like chained up or anything or? No, apparently. Okay. So it was the first interview uh, information came out and then he did another one uh, where he was clarifying things. And he was like, yeah, I wasn't chained up. It wasn't locked. I just stayed in the room where I was told to stay. And I was, and he he eventually starts to talk about how he was brainwashed, and he and he was led to believe that if he left the room, any in in the house at all, some bad things will happen. Mm. And it sounds very juvenile. It sounds very, you know, 
um, boogeyman in the closet or the monsters under my bed, come save me kind of thing. It, but the second, the time that he, around about the second interview, you start to see like the real psychological shit that was going on and how heavy it must have been. So they were already looking at the mom and saying, okay, this guy, this kid was sexually assaulted because he was told and made, um, however you want to look at it, told, made um, to sleep in the bed with his mom. And there he was some inappropriate stuff he, he did Yeah, he didn't really like get descriptive on what that might have been or or in, in what way how it it could be but even in this second interview he was saying he doesn't rudy was saying that he doesn't um think of it as sexual assault that they that there were some boundaries that were crossed but he doesn't really think of it as sexual assault and i guess some people just don't because um they kind of think of it as a compound thing like they know what's sexual and they know what's assault and it's usually somebody's beating up on you and all that kind of thing and if those two components aren't happening then in in their head it doesn't really register as sexual assault um but psychologically and in the eyes of the law um it, it, it very much so goes into that category. Yeah. But um, yeah, what the family ended up finding out after Rudy's second interview, he's like, yeah, I, he didn't elaborate or at least the reporters didn't elaborate on specifically what room he was in, but he was in a room, he wasn't locked up, he wasn't handcuffed or anything and he could hear everything, his family, when they came by to did celebrations yeah, or came to crying. visit holidays they he was there he just was in a room that no one ever opened he never came out of it he just was present in the house then they started to realize that the neighbors n knew he was there but didn't know he was who he was because the mom had gotten to a point where she figured that either Rudy hasn't been around uh, for so long, or there was enough new neighbors in the neighborhood that um, they wouldn't remember him. And so, <laughs> and so she gave him a different name. I don't think that name was released. Fucked up. They gave, she gave him a different name. And so the neighbors only knew of him by that name. Right. They didn't know that Apparently that was they were like a person named Rudy is missing. They had no idea it was this kid. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Nah, she just has her kid Af Alfonso there. There's no Rudy. You know, I'm well, just giving yeah, it. whatever the I'm name is. Yeah. So the psychological thing ended up coming into play because they ended up realizing that his dad was a uh, so there was um, there was the four of them, apparently uh, dad, mom and then Rudy and his brother. And so the dad was a Houston police officer. Nuh -uh. And I guess things just got really 
you know, again, if you have any issues uh, with uh, mental health or being triggered by something right now is about the time you probably want to skip forward, maybe 15, 30 seconds. But um, yeah, so things happen in a way they didn't get really descriptive, but the dad ended up committing suicide. Mm. And so I guess that's where that's like the bookmark where things with the mom really went off the off the cliff in regards to um, a psychological you know breakdown because he was out and about as a as a police officer bad things must have got to him and that's what led to him right. himself so now she has her two sons and then you know uh the 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 if you leave the house bad things happen gets reaffirmed now because well it gets reaffirmed now because one of the sons go out and they end up getting in a in a car accident and die i caught so now it's like yeah if you leave the house something bad is going to happen to you right rudy you can't leave and you're like you know she's like you're my only thing left i mean I, I i can't and she deemed him now to be he you know he was quoted you know saying that she was kept telling him you have to be the daddy now you have to be daddy Yikes! and you know you have to sleep in the bed with me you have to and uh-uh, he uh-uh. he would protest he was like yeah i don't like this and you know, this feels wrong so wrong why why what did i do why what's wrong what so oh gross and he ended up leaving the house one time and how this played out is kind of fuzzy too but he was driving rudy was driving got pulled over gave the cop the, the fake name and for some reason or another the cop let him go Oof. so he went back home and now it's like okay it's not just my mom i i witnessed now two bad things happen when i leave the house basically it 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 you know confirmed what the mom was always saying kind of thing so yeah. now you're like so now you're in that headspace and next thing you know eight years <laughs> which is bananas yeah it's a lot of it's a lot of bananas it's a lot of rotten bananas it's not even the bananas that you want to consume and it's just it's those it's those really long plantain bananas that don't taste like bananas <laughs> but whatever it's in it's amazing because she just she just made it to it's like you know what it's just gonna be it's i don't even i don't want anyone else to know like her oh her entire family had no clue this this dude was still alive the entire family what like how he got out and how that all worked out i don't entirely know but i don't know the, the full details just other than that's where he was found and i i can't recall if the reporters just 
didn't want to release all that because it's still kind of under investigation. Oh, I'm sure. And they talked to the mom, right? Who's like, that fucking nuts? They're like, yo, um, you've been keeping your kid for eight years. And everyone, yeah, I know. I, I, I kind of trimmed that conversation down, but that's basically the gist of it. Hey, yo, you've been keeping your kid for eight years. Right, like captive. What the? And she, you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. Um, but and she so gave they, him a different name. Yeah, and so the There's police that. like, okay, we got to gather more evidence. Hang tight, okay. Uh, <laughs> Rudy's in the hospital. He's recovering. So she gets released and she goes home. Um, and so this reporter follows her home, and next thing you know, she's on the news, and the reporter's talking to her, and she's packing up her trunk. And she's about to bounce. Now the mom is in the wind. Nobody really, you know, you know, they haven't talked to the mom or seen the mom since. Uh, and, and Rudy, he was living in a different space, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't need to see my mom right now. I don't, I don't yeah, need no, to ever. Need, I don't need to be in contact." He doesn't like want her dead, you know, so to speak. But it's right. just like, "Yeah, I'm good. I, I, I don't." I don't need um, that right now in life, ever. No, <laughs> she's like so. Yeah, I would either. It's so bizarre. It's so many bizarre things that happen right there with that. That it's just never. When you were never, telling me this, uh-huh. um, the first time, I was like, my brain was exploding. Yeah, I'm holding my head up right right now because I'm just like. I don't, I don't know, like you get to a point where you start to hear about certain cases and you're just, you're just like, okay, but why didn't you investigate? Because that shit sounds clearly got holes in it. Just hearing how the initial conversation happened with the mom where she's like, yeah, uh, he's uh, been kidnapped and taken to Mexico. Okay. How do you know that? And why would you, why would you tell your kid to walk? Or and why wouldn't you call the police? Or what would the kid? Why would the kid just happen to walk? And so you know, me trying to wonder what that's like. I put in, I put in the Google Maps, and I was like, okay, here's the southernmost city in in Mexico, and if this kid is from Houston, uh, or doubt wherever he was Houston or uh, I think it was I think it was, Houston, it was something like Harris was County or something like that um how so long you would that be? the southern how, long, city how or long, the northern yeah, the southern because he's walking north because he's using the moon remember so right. yeah. so it's like okay how long would that take would that take that can't take and it can't the earth's it's not that big. The earth is not that big. I mean, I guess if you're taking breaks and whatnot, like if you're saying, like, you know, this is a pretty cool place. I might hang out here for a month. And you did that right. like you did that like, you know. Every day. hundred and twenty eight times. You know, maybe. No, it takes eighteen days to walk. Yeah. It takes eighteen days to walk. Um it, and by days, I mean, even if you chose, no, fuck days. I need the moon to guide me, you know, because it comes right, up. Right, because my mom said, and she's, yeah, she knows what it, she's talking about. 
it rises in the east and sets in the west. So I guess you, while you walk, you're like, hey, the moon's got to be on my right. And then it's got to be on my left. That way I know I'm walking north. That makes no sense. Right. It makes none. So it takes yeah. 18 days. So what happened to the, so why, why eight years? Well, that's because dude was already here. And I don't, and I guess they figured like, well, he must be dead because it shouldn't. It sounds very, it sounds very uncaring and trite to say this. Well, I guess he must be dead because it shouldn't take more than a month to get here. So uh, I guess if he didn't follow the walking plan, he must, he must be dead. There had to be something that you were telling your family for them to say, all right, he's dead. But no one in the family said, "What? no, 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 he doesn't need to walk. We'll yeah, that's no yeah. We, we'll, yeah. We'll get him, fly him here, something. Right, that's the thing for me that is like, this, the family went along with it in the sense that, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm sure they must've called around to certain people in Mexico that they might've had a connection with. And, and you know, they are like, I don't, I don't know where we were searching for Rudy here. We have, and so everybody else is coming up with, you know, empty hands basically in their search there and in the search in the U S and still nothing. So I guess they all came to this collective thought, like if you're not finding anything and we're not finding anything, then he must not be, it must not be possible for him to be found. Like he, you know, he, he, he must be dead. Hang on just a second. So that's how, that's how that all worked out. And by worked out, I mean, that's where it is right now. Like there's no charges being pressed on the mom. Do you think that there'll be charges pressed on the family or that there will be an, you know, I don't know. How could a family of people of right mind? Yeah. You know, yeah. Go, fall for this. And, and I, I, really yeah, I don't know. It happens in increments. And so it's, I, yeah. you know, people can get a little further with it than, yeah. than normal, but to to be told that oh no he was kidnapped and he he's in Mexico yeah but yeah, I, I, think... I talked to him and I told him to, if this ever happens then walk, walk north yeah and at um, no point are you thinking when you get to a crossing guard you, you tell them or or right. ask somebody once you cross over into Texas, ask somebody, hey, can I use your cell phone to, to call 911? Because that's just call the free. police. Yeah, somebody. None of that is ever done in this mystical eight year walk or realistic 18 day walk. It's just or, so. Sorry, 18 night walk. Damaging. Oh, uh, yeah, it's absolutely. And so to your, to your question, I, I can't see how, I can't see charges being pressed to the family. Can it be something on the mom for wrong, wrongdoing? I mean, she, she would be the one that initiated yeah. this and kept this at play. I bet his family and, feels like a bunch of fucking dicks. And then they're probably trying to figure out like, okay, how much of this can we, how much of this is on Rudy also, because he's 17. Sure. Yeah, when this absolutely. He's 17 when this happens. It's not like he's four. 
So yeah. I don't and know. We don't know if he's on the spectrum or anything like right. that. Right. That's exactly what I was going to okay. say. I don't know what I don't know what mental capacity it was for him because at the same time, I have to imagine that he was vulnerable too. His brothers died in a wreck. His dad died. Right. Uh, the way that happened. So, however, that affected him. He he might have been easily susceptible for someone else's uh, paranoia or psychosis or whatever yeah. as well. And so, it might have been like just the perfect combination for that to go off. And then when you have different instances that kind of that's okay, this is a crazy thought. And then you have something happening, you're like, well, shit, that just happened. Maybe it isn't crazy. Then you just sort of like that it starts becoming facts by way of just coincidences. This whole uh, family is going to need yeah. an amazing amount of therapy. The mom, I mean, she she just needs yeah. to be put in prison. She needs to be. I don't, I, I don't even know. I don't. I don't even know how or, or where therapy starts or can be even something that's approached. I, I, I don't know. Like they You just do it. You just start talking. But the thing is is that it's gonna be so far reaching because the rest of the family that believed the mom, they're gonna have survivor's guilt. They're gonna have Well right. I they're <laughs> gonna have a they're gonna have some they're gonna have I don't even know what it's called. I don't know if it's called survivor's guilt. I don't know what right. to call it because there's just like they didn't experience it all together. They experienced it by way of on of, one side of, of how that that story was spun. And, you know, in that situation, I, get, I have to imagine in that moment in time when you're dealing with your aunt and your sister or whoever, however she was related to to each and every one of them, knowing what she's gone through, knowing how raw everything is who's gonna you know now that apparently your kid has been abducted and taken to mexico who's gonna be like okay francine is this bullshit i mean because who i mean why what why would he be abducted and taken to mexico i mean i don't know maybe a family member did i don't know but not you just i don't know if they would be in that mindset of look she's been through so much shit as it is do we do we question this rudy thing or you know did she do something to him or anything meanwhile rudy's in the house the whole time rudy's there the whole time yeah, it's fucking bananas. so i don't know it, it's just so much it's so much uh bizarro village stuff that it's just it's it's I mean, amazing. it sounds like a movie plot, honestly. Like somebody got tried to get really creative and come up with some fucked up story, but this is actually true. This is happening. Yeah, it's and a very, I feel, very true. I feel terrible for this this guy. Yeah. He's never. Yeah. He will never be the same ever in his oh, entire no, no, no. life. No, no, no. I mean, like everything is everything is per definition per uh, perspective after this point, like his normal his same that's sure. all going to be different like from what from what he can cobble together to make um a new life a new normal relationship with his family members um you know because they got to be looking at him certain uh, certainly 
in a different way as well because they, they, i mean I, I would imagine at least one of them is going to be like dude why didn't you say something it's, right. as, as close as we were why didn't you why didn't you come out didn't you ever you know we would have helped you or protect you sure they, they the, the family has got to be flailing all over the place like like oh, i want to yeah. get, get at her I want to know why the hell he didn't say anything. I want to know why you told me this. Why did you go along with it? What the hell? They've got to be hit with every bit of emotion and wanting to just, you know, rip throats out at, at being so angry oh about God, right? things because they literally was deceived, lied to, and um, made fools of for eight years. I mean, I wonder the, how much shame the mom is yeah. experiencing yeah. right now yeah because you never know i mean she could be just completely psychotic and not have any remorse at all yeah who knows who knows i mean she last i heard the last interview i saw she was like i didn't know i didn't know any of this uh oh, i didn't God. i didn't i didn't abuse him i didn't uh yeah and it's like the family this family you know they went through a funeral they went through mourning. oh my god i they can't even grief. they went through a memorial and the mom yeah. let it happen yeah that's a the funeral, thing a funeral that, and that's the thing i'm saying is like it, could, it goes both ways like uh, as a family member you like you get pissed off at the mom and then you're also looking at rudy like dude you you could have stepped out of that room at any point Right. And, and and ended this this sorrow we all were going through, but you went along with what your mom was saying, right? And at the same time, they can say, okay, we know you were going through stuff too, and it's your mom, and you're trying to, and maybe at, in, in some way you were thinking, I'm helping her by going along with this to you know help her grieve, and and then somehow you got caught up in it and brainwashed too. Who knows? But the fact is still the same. Eight years went by what the fuck right. so yeah it's just amazing um the story is amazing it's still it's still unfolding uh like i said there was other abductions that took place and those other abductions are kind of weird and they're unfolding too so um maybe we'll talk about those whenever more details come out uh because i don't so, like to um, talk. Hmm? I, I just don't know if it's best for us to talk about stuff that are kind of half baked at this point sure. uh but yeah i am i am referring to carly russell but um yeah i was gonna say um yeah. the the lady with the the stop for the toddler right yeah yeah that Oof. that's that's if y'all don't know about the story y'all need to go and and check it out it's, it's got a lot of layers to that she, what, what area is she in Oh shit! I mean, uh, she was in Ohio. She, nah, she was in uh, uh, Alabama. Yeah, Birmingham, Alabama. Alabama. It, it, it just there's a. I'm gonna really come off skewed if I say any more about it. it. It's really one of those things where it's like it's a story that that it's so many elements to it that it like a lot of things have to align when you have a bunch of elements to your to a story and when you when when it's coming hot out the gate like that 
my hmm meter goes way up and and I just have to okay I guess this is and I you know if we're talking about it eh, I'd, I'd rather wait for more information but a lot of information has come out so far and none of it's looking good uh, yeah. for 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 Carly really uh, but maybe there's going to be some information that that comes out where everything falls in place and then it starts making sense but for right now a lot of it's not making sense right right yeah exactly it's just it, but it's it's just it's like fucking wow yeah 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 absolutely so okay can we just start acting right just everybody yeah, calm right, down right come right. on i got time for this shit y'all giving me a headache i'm i'm postmenopausal it's fucked up i'm already struggling okay well I'll, let me help with that then <laughs> so um one of the other things we were trying to figure out is um what happens and maybe some people can email us or or hit us up on social media and whatnot about this again you had a pondering moment and like what happens to um infants when uh when mothers get birth in prison you know like yeah i think he hit me up saying what happens to prison babies and i was yeah. like i don't know let's figure that out and, I don't know. I was like, let's talk about prison babies to me it just, it just clicked in my head like what are i wonder what the percentage so what I was initially thinking is that the low hanging fruit mm-hmm. for this situation is the, the mom was pregnant and got arrested and detained yeah. and then found out she was pregnant or had the child in, in jail or in prison. But yeah, what I'm, what initially what I thought about was what if a, there was a conjugal visit? Yep. I don't know if those are even legal anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the a male prisoner ends up being a dad to, you know, because of that encounter. Mm-hmm. And then that, you know, what does that look like? And what are the odds of that happening? And, you know, then I started wondering, well, I wonder if there's like a scholarship or something for that. Not like that's something that you're going to be like, I'm honored to accept this. You know, that's not what I'm, or maybe some financial aid or something. I don't know. Um, in my head yeah. at the time, I was just wondering and kind of, just kind of so, wondering. So the first part that you had, um, basically you have to go in the prison pregnant or you're fucking a guard in, in regards to it being a woman. Right. Um, because I just looked up and it's actually only four states left uh, that allow variations of conjugal visits. Oh, okay. What are uh, they? It's California. They, mm-hmm. and I love that they're all in quotes. So it's left to the, this, it's, less, it's left to the imagination of, of those that hear this. But California, they allow quote unquote contact visits. Uh, Connecticut, or some people that like to say Connecticut, uh, <laughs> they they allow extended family visits. So does Washington. It allows extended family visits, and then and then New York has a family reunion program. So 
apparently California is the only one that has contact visits. Everything, uh, the other three have family style. Uh, but it doesn't say what contact is. You know, um, is it touching each other, hugging each other? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the whole thing with the contact. Like, to what degree and how 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 vigorous is that contact? It really doesn't get descriptive in that because you know you don't want it to come off as like an amenity. So, right. there's yeah. that. But um, so then that was part of the rabbit hole. The other part of the rabbit hole that I went into uh, over this was. Uh, one of the side questions was, um, do they give birth control in prison? And, uh, and, and, you know, the response was the jail must make birth control options available at, at least 60 days before your release date. So if, if you, if you request birth control at the time of your release, the jail must make sure you get it. And the jail does not have to give uh, you a new birth control method if you uh, are more than 60 days away from your release date. So they they can do that. And it gets a little deeper, uh, you know, because I was looking into the, the prison baby thing. It's like most women who give birth while incarcerated have to hand over their baby to a family member or friends, if right. no, if no one can help, then the baby goes uh, to the Office of Children's Services, and you know, I guess they, or or foster home or something like that, depending on the person. Uh, and then again, um, if you, if anyone is listening is triggered by. Um, uh life choice and or pro-choice or not might want to skip this skip this part because there are prisons that do allow uh, or facilitate abortions so there's that um because i i I don't know i i guess some women it's like i guess to your point that you were saying before it depends on how far along you are um i mean if you go in if you go to if you go to jail or you go to prison six months in you know six months in in, into your pregnancy um you're along for the ride basically i guess uh i don't know i've not been in that situation or know of anyone personally that's been in that situation so i can't really say for a fact this that or the other but from what i've been researching that's that's what it's come come out to be and it's one of those things that that person has to request uh from the from the prison itself in that in that period of time it's a very it's a very interesting thing once like at first when you mentioned i was like yeah i guess i mean i guess they have the baby i mean i think foster care is always foster care and then i got more into it i was like fuck she laid that that <laughs> I didn't mean on. to like put a fucking landmine there. That but... weird sneak attack. It's like, hey, prison babies. What, I'm like, what about prison babies? Really? You're really? like 84 hours in to research here. And then just now talking about it, it's like, what? Four states? And because they like you look at movies and you're like, yeah, I got the conjugal. It's like, oh, okay. Well, really, that's only in California. Right. It's exactly. That's really only it's in California. Exactly. 
Well, um, so that's, that's weird because I wonder. Go ahead. That's I mean, I said that's weird because in the in the front of the article, it was like, yeah. So if you're in, it's like if you're in Texas, you're screwed. Um, yeah, you don't get anything there. Uh, it, it it really depends on the state. It really it really depends on the state, and I guess also how you are as an inmate in regards to what privilege you might get here or there, or how often that's something that somebody can get. I'm sure there's probably special circumstances for some people. Like if your kid's about to go through a surgery or family member is sick or whatever, maybe they give you a little special privilege on seeing somebody or whatever, but right. Yeah. I wonder, um, what the percentage is or how it plays out when a guard gets someone. Back. Yeah, I don't know, right? Like, yeah. I've seen it played out in movies and whatnot. You know, that's my only real, real connection with it. And I've seen some prisoners talk about it on different podcasts and whatnot. Like, that shit really does go down. Um, but, and like, goes down with male guards and female guards. Sure. So I, I don't know the, the ins and outs, no pun. I don't know how that works. <laughs> like, how do you set up, how does that, how do you get to the point where you're basically, you're a form of law enforcement and now you're, you, you know, you're hooking up with the criminal. And I think there's a case or two where some people have gotten with uh, those people once they got out too so so i'm reading an, i just looked it up in uh, cbs news had an article um in april or april 24th 2013 mm -hmm. and in baltimore there were there, there was one guy his name was uh tavon white mm -hmm. he got four female prison guards mm, mm -hmm. pregnant okay mm -hmm. what the hell i mean i could see if it was one guard intimidating no, inmates to sleep with them yeah. but how yeah. is how's the prisoner gonna be like i'm gonna fuck all these guards like how does that happen wait so wait the prisoner got four guards pregnant. yeah four different prison guards wow pregnant Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I, mean, I would love to know how that played out. Like, I mean, were they talking about his dick and then all of a sudden everybody was on top of it or? Yeah, and she's, she's like, no, nah, you're lying. No, you got to check it out for yourself. No, nah, <laughs> you're lying. And then it's like, hey. It's not a taste test, but apparently it is. Hey, Officer Smith told me that I need to check out your dick. Let me see. Ooh, she was yeah. not lying. Let me try that. that. Real quick. Let me try that. And then next thing you know, and it's like a fucking, and then they tell their friends and then they tell their friends. And the next thing you know, this I mean, guy is in prison, but he's like the prison gigolo for the, it, for the guards. You, you know what? He kind of does look like a gigolo because this man's facial expression, he don't give a fuck. All he knows is that oh. when they were taking that picture right there, he was not fucking somebody and he did man, not look entertained. Man, I guess it's like, I guess it's a thing of where it's like, 
yo, I'm getting all these special privileges as long as I, it's, it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know what the end game was. I don't know what the, the goal was or how, how he was, um, you, you, you have to have major game. And that's why I'm stuttering, and that's why I can't <laughs> comprehend it. I can't comprehend it because you have to have major game to be in a cell, and then getting with four prison guards, four female prison guards, four, yeah. four. So that means the whole, that means that whole cell block is just run by women. Because <laughs> no, actually, have... it's run by Tavon. Because right, uh... but I mean, they, but the point is that they don't have women stacked up in in, in uh, prison blocks like that. Yeah, they might have one here, one there, but all four. That means they were transitioning from one block to another by way yeah. of the word of mouth about this dude. So yeah, it's kind of. It's kind of interesting in that regard, but um, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's been weird. There's been a lot of weird stuff happening. There's been some weird things. But, Speaking uh, of weird. Mm -hmm. Okay, the sh is it Sean Ryan show? Mm -hmm. Have you been listening to those? I've not heard the third one yet. Oh. I've not heard. I have not heard the third one. The first one I've heard, the second one was just like, dude, I need a fucking break. Um, <laughs> My brain can't handle it. <laughs> so, yeah. This is a perfect this is a perfect bookend for the for this episode. Um, so, we talked about the Sean Ryan show before, and it's kind of weird because we're talking about another podcast, and we have no affiliation with this podcast. We have no... Right allegiance to to sean ryan we're just tipping our hat towards someone that's been doing it much longer than us uh Fair. but but their content it, it well even if they were doing it much like it's not that's not the re it's the content the content that right. he's doing it, you know is really in it, it's really in our interest areas and especially yes when, and dude has balls i mean it's, yeah. not a, it's not only what he's doing it's yeah, it's, he's just like here it is, y'all. I mean, this is what yeah. it is. This is what we're working with. And and so and this is kind of like lower rung, an O oh, and a and a and an addendum to the fine print that was before. Uh, so saying all that, we have no affiliation with them, so we don't. I'm not saying that we share the same views or we support the same things as Sean Ryan, or you know, buy the products that he that he. Uh, that he represents or a spokesperson for it's just content just straight up content um and he doesn't mind it and he'll say he doesn't mind it he's like yeah. use our stuff there's clips use them right well but i mean like over the like i i've been watching him watching his stuff for a while and it's kind of changed a little bit and you know hats off to him he's found religion okay great um and and you know he's he's not his political beliefs are right there front and center uh so that's why i'm sort of prefacing it by saying like hey it's not by, in any we're solely content we're not saying like right we're aligned in every each and every way with them but as of late after talking to uh dr greer he uh 
had a three he had a three part series in regards to the whistleblowers. And uh, I've watched the first for the two. aliens, right? Yeah, for aliens and the government's uh, tie-in with it, and or military tie-in with it. How, how big it is, how much, how long it's been going, and um, it's it's some it's some amazing shit to say the least. Really, to say the least, because now you've got people that apparently have been eyes on, and you know their their account of what's been going on, and none of them are like. None of them are making it out like gangbusters. Pretty much, especially the guy in part two, their lives are a wreck. They, they, their life, oh, for sure. their life is a wreck. And I think I messaged you when I was watching uh, the second, uh, yes, the second part, and I was like, that shit almost ended six minutes, six minutes in, because like he was there, and then immediately thought, this is a setup. And he all like he. You could see in his demeanor, you could see in the way he was looking like, I'm going to have to take this dude out on camera because he's <laughs> trying to set me up. Right. Like he, you know, and then once he told his story, it's like, oh, yeah, I could totally see why this guy is thinking that. Like, I, he's living on edge the whole time. So it's a lot of that stuff like that, but it's a great series. I, I the link is in the, the previous episode, our, our previous episode, episode thirty-five. It's, it's going to be in this one too, uh, for everybody to check it out. So definitely go do that. Um, but it's just amazing. It's just, it's it's sort of like the stuff that you know, but now that you got other accounts, there's a little bit more grandeur. Is it's a little bit more not grandeur, but it's a little bit more of a grand scope to it. It's bigger. It's in other countries. It's this, these are people we know. Yeah. That's, that's where it gets a little bizarro because these, they're not, their allegiance is not to anyone but themselves. Like they are doing and operating and doing things that are not widely known. And to what goal? Also, not widely known. Um, there's a lot of things into it um, that touches on things that, honestly, on the surface is very, very disconnected in regards to, oh, you hear about UFOs, you hear about UAPs, you're thinking about people out from out of space, you're not thinking of all the different con uh, connections that it has on a on a earthling level of things, um, like human trafficking, guns, and drugs, and just bizarro uh, examples. It's just, it's just nuts. Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to... Um even try to make your brain entertain mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah but i highly, I highly uh highly suggest people that are into that to check it out it's it's worth it um he does long content i know that <laughs> feels like we are we're on the verge <laughs> of doing long content but not like this dude i've seen some of oh, this five and six hours, hours long and i don't know how he's doing all that but but uh, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Uh, yeah, check it out. Sean Ryan show. The link will be in the description of our podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, it's definitely. I, I think that these guys are very. 
I don't want to get Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if I'm gassing it too much. I was say they're brave or courageous. I think they're just tired. I think they're just yeah. tired of it, like, fair. hey, I'm living in fear. And if I'm going to go out, I'm going to let people know what right. the fuck's going on. I'm not like, going to have a heart attack because I'm always looking back. Right. Or I'm not going to have a heart attack. Yeah, I'm not going to have a heart attack if somebody spiked my water or came at me in light or. <laughs> right. Like, Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah. Or like with that second guy, tried to make try to make it look like an, an accident. And, uh-huh. you know, he ends up falling out of a plane and thought dude was dead and he just happened to survive. And it's like, you know, I, at a certain point you get, I, I would assume, I would assume at a certain point you just get tired of like, you know what, here you go. Okay. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is what happened. This one. Cause it, cause apparently me keeping quiet isn't enough. You're still going to want to take me out. So, right. fuck so yeah, it's a very interesting, um, it's a very interesting, um, marathon as he calls it. Uh, so again, check it out and you know all of these people have met dr greer and have been working with him you know throughout this whole this whole thing in some capacity sean, yeah in some capacity in some um, capacity, yeah even sean ryan yeah in some capacity they have like some just came to the last show that uh dr greer had some have been in hiding and just over time um, I don't think any of them have been with Greer since the very beginning of his no, I doubt endeavor. It. It's just that through his works, they finally are like, like I said, tired. And, um, yeah. you know, I think Sean Ryan's talked to Greer before. I, think, I guess he had him on before. I got to f- see if there's that episode somewhere. But, uh, yeah, it's been an interesting thing where it's like, you know, this is bananas, banana, banana, real bananas, not those plant fuckers. <laughs> those bananas, it's like that, an organic, like, yeah, like those plantains that you think you're like, I'm getting a bonus banana. No, you're not. It's not oh, gonna, yeah. even, it's not gonna taste the same at all. But um, yeah, I think I don't know, short and sweet. Yeah, short and sweet. Shut banana. your face up. Because on the podcast notes, you know, that I make every week, mm-hmm. um, it says short and sweet. I'd already written that down. There you go. The there you go. Oh, this is Kismet. Are you kidding me? And we're fixing to do it under an hour, which we have to make that mark. No, I mean, we we're not, we're not going to do it under an hour. You know, you know, for fuck's sake, if it's, if it's just us re- recording ourselves farting, it's probably going to be. <laughs> an hour and a minute or whatever like that because originally we because i'm listening to our old recordings trying to figure out different clips to put on our youtube channel it's like yeah at some point i'm saying it's gonna be like 30 minutes 45 minutes tops (laughs) nothing nothing over an hour like after that we're just doing all okay so i guess we can't all hour long shit but now okay it's it's me i'm gonna it's gonna be short and sweet and uh we're gonna come back next episode it's going to be our 37th uh episode and we're going to have more content more amazing stuff we're going to do a lot of reviews uh we've been very zen this uh this podcast like we've talked about some serious stuff so yeah hopefully we can do some reviews and yuck it up and yeah next episode we're going to do movie reviews and we're going to talk about um 
I don't know. I think maybe maybe it's time to uh, bring back some more relationship stuff. Relationship? Uh, yeah. And okay. have some relationship stuff and uh, see what's here. I've been. Yeah, I mean, well, the, there's, a brand, been, there's a brand new uh, week ahead of us. So, yeah, I've know, been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that stuff too. So, uh, let's see how that works out. But <laughs> in any case, we want to thank you all for joining us for another awesome episode. Really appreciate you all, however, you found us, however, you, you know, are sticking with us. Remember uh, to like, friend us, or whatever the fuck you want to do on all of our social media, uh, Twitter, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we're on Spotify and 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 Amazon, and Google Podcasts, iHeart, and we've got the website, the Dinosaur and the Dude. Dot Square. Dot Site. You can go there, check out all the episodes and our merch, and uh, you know, just fuck around with us online. Uh, send us, yeah, send us messages. Hmm? I said, just play with us. Yeah, send us messages, and uh, you know, maybe we'll get around to answering you. But in any case, thank you all again for another uh, listening in at the two of us yap to each other. We really appreciate it. And as always, she's the dinosaur. That's me. And I'm the dude. And you guys are fucking badass motherfuckers and daddy fuckers. And uh, we appreciate you all. Oh, wait, no, father fuckers. Father yeah. fuckers. Daddy yeah. fuckers is good, though. Well, if I say motherfuckers, then I feel like I got to say father fuckers. And if you say mommy fuckers. It's yeah, just... then mommy. Oh. See, it's always mother, father, mommy, daddy. Right? Okay. Isn't it? Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Motherfuckers and father fuckers out there. Appreciate y'all. And if y'all are, you know, hanging around in, I don't know, in the South, then I guess you're the mommy and fuckers and daddy fuckers, I guess. I don't know. It sounds like a Southern <laughs> thing to say mommy and daddy. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. All right. And hey, lady, I love you. Yep. I love you, you too. You are awesome as, as always. All right. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. Bye.